So kind of throw all those preconceptions away. Human growth hormone is, is your master hormone. It's one of the most basic, most primal, most important hormones in men and women. Hey there, welcome to the Biohacker Babes podcast. We are your hosts. I'm Renee, a certified nutritional consultant with a master's degree in nutrition. What's up? And I'm Lauren, functional diagnostic nutrition practitioner and Czech movement specialist. We're sisters and we're joining forces to empower you to become your own biohacker and upgrade your life. Our mission is to provide actionable steps so you can optimize your health, strengthen your intuition, and support your body's natural healing abilities. Because life is too short to not feel your best every single day. Thank you for joining us and welcome to the show. Hello and welcome to episode 158 of the Biohacker Babes. My name is Renee. I'm tuning in from Las Vegas today, along with my sister, Lauren, across the country. Hello, I am tuning in from Renee's old bedroom today. Oh my gosh. Yes, you are. How fun yes, is that? I am. <laughs> I had to relocate because there's some banging happening outside the window. So I just yeah. pulled my standing desk and all the cords and stuff into the room, my little traveling desk. You're getting very good at moving your podcast studio. It's impressive. Yes. We'll have to say <laughs> my new microphone makes that easier. Yeah. So very nice. Yeah, cool. here I am. Nice, nice setup. Yeah. Well, we have a guest coming on for you today. We have Dustin Baker coming on from Bioprotein. And we're going to talk a lot about human growth hormone today. Yay. Which is a really exciting topic. We really have not talked about this on the show. And I was even shocked to learn how many benefits in the body we see from not only like our natural human growth hormone that we're right, that we always have in our body. Well, not always, I guess more as a kid. Right. Mm -hmm. But then also what happens when we use a synthetic one or a non-synthetic one, it, it does, it's almost like it does everything in the body. And we really need this for metabolic health, immune health, hormones, anti-aging longevity. Um, the list is really endless. And Dustin is such an expert on this topic. I really had such a great time learning from him today. And not just about human growth hormone. He shared plenty of other advice that I think everyone will really enjoy listening to. Oh yeah. Lots of life advice, which I loved. Yeah. Am I allowed to say that this is one of my favorite episodes? Am I, am I allowed to say that up front? <laughs> yeah. That's I awesome. really loved chatting with him and listening to him. He's just a wealth of knowledge. And I think anytime that we have a company or a representative of a company with a product, it's really important to us to explain the benefits and the mechanism of action and what it's actually doing to the body. We are not here to sell you on anything. And, and, you know, the biohacker babies, we represent a lot of different companies and products because we do believe in these things. And I think we're pretty particular in what we stand behind, especially when there is like an amazing brain behind it who can explain why it's important and how it's acting within our own biology. So I'm fascinated by this topic and yes, same. I was blown away at all of the benefits and applications that this naturally occurring substance really has in the body. It's pretty profound. Yeah. And he'll talk a little bit more about the two main products. And I will just say, personally, I want to share, I have tried both of them and the sleep product specifically. I noticed the first night, my numbers, uh, for deep sleep went up the first mm. night. So like he says in the show, like, you know, some sleep supplements, it takes a couple nights, a couple weeks, but this one, it was, it was the first night I saw an increase in deep sleep. And so I definitely feel a difference with that. 
Wow. Which is exciting to report, right? With all of the things that we're always trying, it's really exciting to be able to see the data change that fast. Oh yeah. I mean, it's hard. I think it can be hard to move the needle. And also a lot of things you have to do consistently and for a long period of time for them to really produce any benefit. So that's exciting. And not that we need that instant gratification, but a pretty direct correlation. So yeah, that's awesome. And before we forget, I just want to share, Dustin was kind enough to share a discount code with our listeners. Yes. So we'll link to the website in the show notes. So you can go right to that, but the discount code is going to be babes 30, and that'll get you $30 off your first order. So we're super grateful for that. Excellent. All right. Let me tell you a little bit more about Dustin. So Dustin Baker is the president of bioprotein technology and creator of biopro plus with years of experience working intimately with some of the world's most elite professional athletes, trusted physicians, and even international private security military personnel, his passion remains the same to help individuals maximize their physiological and cognitive potential safely. Since his 20s, Dustin has been instrumental in the product design and brand development for natural products in the professional athletics, fitness, and medical supply categories. Yeah. Dustin just has such an amazing background. I mean, you can hear the passion in his voice. He has so much wisdom, not just on this, you know, one specific topic, but like Lauren said, life advice. So I really enjoyed this conversation and I can't wait for y'all to tune in. Yes. All right. Let's get into it. Welcome Dustin to the biohacker babes. How are you doing? I am incredible today. Thank you so much, Renee. I appreciate you guys having me on. Great. I love that answer. Thanks for joining us. This is going to be a blast of a conversation. We were just quickly catching up that we briefly met in Vegas at A4M last year. And I've actually been using uh, the products that we're going to get into soon for a long time, I think since like 2014. So I'm really excited to have this conversation and to bring it to our audience. So to give away the big surprise, we're going to be talking a lot about human growth hormone today. And Lauren and I were talking before we jumped on, we're like, I I think the average person, when they hear human growth hormone, they might think like bodybuilders in the gym, putting on muscle. I'm just going to assume that that's where like the average person would, would think or would, would go, but we would love to get into all the other amazing health benefits, longevity, anything in the anti-aging space, metabolic health, sleep hormones. And obviously there's a lot of controversy around synthetic versus non-synthetic, which I want to pick your brain about, but to just kick it off and keep it like really simple for everyone. What is human growth hormone in case they haven't even heard of that? Like, what is it? What does it do in the body? So that's a really good intro because most people you're hundred percent on target where most people actually, they hear the word human growth hormone. And like, if they're not a bodybuilder, or if they're not like some, a crazy gym freak, they kind of freak out or they shy away because the stigma and the, you know, the word on the street for lack of a better term is they think bodybuilder, they think, you know, overgrown a muscle, they think massive amount of, you know, side effects and, and problems, but to, to break it down, it's important for people to understand that human growth hormone is a natural hormone that is created in not only men, but women. And it is what is considered a master hormone. So forget all the bodybuilding stuff for, um, for sake of the conversation and understand that this is a master hormone that is responsible for, processes in your body ranging from metabolic function to immune function, to wound healing, accelerated healing, stress, fatigue, depression, anxiety, neurological disorders, like all of these things kind of can be tied back to human growth hormone and, or the lack of human growth hormone. So kind of throw all those preconceptions away 
and, and hop on board and understand uh, what we're talking about. But that's human growth hormone is, is your master hormone. It's not test- testosterone. It's not estrogen, which are sex dominant. Those are sex hormones. Human growth hormone is one of the most basic, most primal, most important hormones in men and women. Wow. Awesome. Thank you for sharing that. So we all have it. We all need it. And if we're looking at the spectrum of aging, when does it come into play? When is it highest in life? Like kids, teenagers versus adults versus the elderly population? What are we seeing in changes over time? Sure. So human growth hormones main function when you're a child is when it you know starts to peak through childhood, um, puberty, et cetera, is literally for the growth of your body, the growth of your bones, the bone density. I mean, literally growing height, everything, right? So human growth hormone peaks right about the end of puberty. So early twenties, you know, people hit the end of puberty differently, right? 18, 19, 20, 21, some people later, 22, 23, either way, as soon as puberty is done, just consider that human growth hormone is now on its decline. So every single day, every single year after your body finishes puberty, it is now in a decline sometimes by 50% by the age of 35, like not 70, 35 years old. So that is why individuals, you know, you hear the term, I just feel like I've hit this wall. Well, congratulations. You're just now learning (laughs) what you feel like now that these hormones are on this steep decrease. It typically happens around 40, 45, because now we're getting even lower where you're starting to have like these phantom pains. There's a lot of stress, anxiety that it's involved. You're gaining weight in areas you didn't ever gain before, or you like, quote unquote, can't lose it, or you have quote unquote problem areas, all massive signs of low growth hormone. Mm. So or is there anything like in our environment or lifestyle factors that contribute to faster declining human growth hormone, or it's completely just sure. a natural process of aging? Well, it is a natural process of aging, but yeah, there's going to be things that are always going to inhibit your body's ability to naturally secrete hormones, no matter what hormone that is, but specifically talking about human growth hormone. Yeah. And here's the answer. Nobody likes to hear, um, not getting enough sleep poor nutrition, lack of diet and exercise, like lack of exercise regimen, all those things that I don't know, help you in every day, you know, every, everyday life is, is going to be the very similar answer. There's really cool ways that you can help boost natural human growth hormone, but they're actually very, they're the same answer. It's a proper adequate sleep, which a lot of people don't know declines every decade after you finish puberty, the the quality of your sleep, the amount of sleep that you get, the time you spend in your deepest parts of sleep, which is where your hormones are secreted all goes down as you age, you know, poor diet, lack of exercise. Those will all speed up the human, uh, human growth hormone decline and definitely won't help you to make more or keep it. Yeah. So doing all the basic, the fundamentals, diet, basic rest, stuff. exercise, stress basic reduction, stuff. are there any genetic factors? Of course, yeah, are some, all people are, but- some people are literally grown or literally born without um, human growth hormone, or uh, it's called human growth hormone deficiency syndrome, which is actually why the synthetic stuff was ever created. So the synthetic, synthetic stuff was created in the sixties. Uh, it used to be pulled out of human cadavers, bodies. Okay. It was a, it was a, but it was a life, it was a life-changing drug, right? Can you imagine? Um, I, I think I can make, I can make a, a fair assessment on this phone call after meeting you very briefly that, you know, none of us here happen to suffer from human growth hormone deficiency. We live, at, you know, relatively normal lives. We're rel- you know, we're normal in stature. We're, we're, we're healthy human beings, uh, at least topically that we can tell, right? 
So we're not suffering from that. Can you imagine what it would be like to be a child and lack the ability to actually grow? Right. So it's, I mean, it's a very powerful, it's a phenomenal drug that was created. It has absolutely has a phenomenal place in meta in the proper medical application. And then anyways, as it became more popular and starts to work well, you know, what else does human growth hormone do? It, it literally has the ability to multiply and differentiate cells in your body, which is, you know, you can literally age in reverse, right? So if you can create more cells that are no longer replicating as quickly, like, I don't know, collagen cells in your face. Well, guess what? You can slow down wrinkles. You can slow down the way your skin and the elastin in your skin replicates. Our skin literally falls from our face and starts to sag because the, the multiplication and the differentiation of cells like collagen, elastin, and fibroblasts slows down. So basically you're old, you're getting older faster than your cells actually replicate. Human growth hormone helps those cells to replicate, to replicate. So as we get in through, you know, the decades proceed, people always can find really great uses for different, you know, drugs. Sometimes it's taken too far in some cases, specifically with this, which is where that kind of bodybuilder, um, you know, dropping dead, walking from the, from the gym in a parking lot comes into play. Cause those things happen when things are overdone. Yeah. Interesting. I mean, you just mentioned so many motivations in our age group that would potentially want to take this stuff to, I mean, you said wrinkles, like say no more. Let's, we want to get rid of that. But I know. I know. To go back to what you said about childhood and, and maybe some children not making it. I actually have a, a very dear friend who was told that her growth was going to be stunted. She was only going to grow to be four or nine, which, you know, would provide an interesting lifestyle, I suppose. And so she was given HGH. And she believes that this led to several autoimmune conditions that she now has. And she's struggled with excess weight that she's never been able to take off since that time. She took it in in seventh grade. Is that something that you hear commonly? So I wouldn't say that you hear it commonly. I will tell you that I always like to approach these types of questions very specifically and, and make sure that for anybody under like listening that, you know, this is not medical advice for you. If you happen to be, you know, struggling with this, you need to speak to your physician. However, there are plenty of cases where synthetic human growth hormone use, uh, over long periods of time, I have no data for children and, and children's studies. Okay. But for data for adults, extended use can actually lead to, this is the synthetic stuff can lead to the exact issues you're trying to fix specifically insulin mm. sensitivity issues. So you just talked about weight. Um, if you overuse sp- certain hormone drugs, insulin sensitivity, or, you know, the lack of sensitivity to insulin, how your body utilizes food is a real symptom is a real side effect. Meaning, yeah, you can actually, people take this stuff for weight loss and then they end up gaining weight 10 years down the road because it, it negatively impacts them for the long run. Similarly with I can't speak on the immune function issues. I know how human growth hormone works with immune function and how it, you know, spurs the growth of immunoproductive cells. However, I don't know about any data of extended use to, to cause any type of autoimmune type issue, but it could exist. I, I'm not a scientist. I'm not a doctor. So it probably, you know, there's something out there that could potentially exist. Yeah. Hypothesis. I'm not sure that it's been True. validated, but yeah. interesting to note. <laughs> Yeah. yeah. If you got a study, send it our way. If somebody's listening, they're like, Oh, I know exactly what you're talking about. Dude, email me hundred percent Oh, yeah. social media, send me a PDF. I'd love to read it. Yeah, yeah. 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 It's pretty wild. that something that is almost like the fountain of youth can almost reverse what it's doing. Well, when it's synthetic, is that some I of mean, like the, is it the feedback loop? Like what's the problem with the synthetic? Version? Well, there's a host of different problems potentially. Um, 
you, I mean, human growth hormone use, actually one of the most, one of the main side effects, you know, if you're getting a little bit too much is uh, you get carpal tunnel syndrome. A lot of people don't know that your hands and wrists will feel weird. Your wrist will get weak. It's crazy. You can, insulin sensitivity is a really big one. You have to remember that when you're taking a synthetic drug, your body doesn't know how to naturally shut off uses of synthetic drugs, right? They only know how to clear them as toxins. So when you're taking a synthetic hormone, you're replacing your natural production, but you also more importantly can push your body into what is called an abnormal, um, abnormal levels, which is how they test for drug use and athletics. They don't actually test for the drug in your blood. They look for abnormal abnormalities. So when you push your body past its natural ability, that is also where you start to get into a lot of nasty areas. So meaning my point being when I started that little rant was, um, if you're gonna, if you're gonna multiply and differentiate muscle cells, well, guess what? Your heart's a muscle. And if you start to get in a large heart, well, now you're looking at, you know, cardiac arrhythmias and you're looking at, um, you know, your heart exploding. That is an extreme case, but it happens. It's, it has happened. Oh, I mean, it, too much of a good thing is always possible. I mean, even mm-hmm. testosterone I mean, replacement. I mean, right. We can hundred percent. Do people know what happens when you take too much testosterone replacement? Number one, you're on it for life. I know. Like, I don't know if you're listening, yeah. I'm in Florida and TRT is like, that is normal. TRT Something. is aspirin <laughs> in this state. Okay. Ooh. Um, I don't, uh, what, what did I do? Did I hit a chord here. <laughs> um, <laughs> it probably t- is in Vegas as well. So, <laughs> oh, dude, I mean, well, I mean, it's, it's, why wouldn't it be a popular drug? Are you going to tell me you can offset a lot of my metabolic issues and you can offset what I look like in the mirror. If, if you add in this easy thing, which it's so easy, right? I just take an injection or a couple times a week and then, you know, it, it increases or I can take a cream. I'm not saying there isn't good applications for testosterone replacement. I think in very small doses, if you medically need it, sure, go for it. I don't use it. I don't like it. I don't ever want to be on it. Number one reason is once you're on it, you're on it and you're mm. on it for good. So yeah. it also leads to terrible things in men. Like you grow breasts. It's called, I mean, that's a huge plastic surgery down here is, uh, is gynecomastia surgery for men, literally removing breast tissue. Cause remember when you, when you increase testosterone and you do it sometimes at abnormal levels, well, what happens your estrogen men forget they have estrogen in their bodies. They do. And women, you also have testosterone in your bodies, just small (laughs) amounts. When you increase that testosterone, your body will naturally increase its estrogen. Well, when you increase estrogen in the body, what happens? Mm. You grow breasts. It is what it is. Your testicles also ascend. They do not descend, meaning they shrink because you're no longer going to create and produce natural testosterone. So we're kind of getting into the, I mean, the entire yeah. reason why my company exists. Uh, we, we basically, you know, are trying to give men and women alternatives to synthetic exogenous hormones or alternatives to prescription medications that if they're not interested, like I am, I mean, I am my own customer. I was a customer before we even bought the company. I'm not interested in taking a needle. I'm not interested in being on a drug for the rest of my life. So this was kind of a godsend to us. And that's what the, a lot of the passion is of why we even, uh, my parent company that I own even acquired bioprotein technology in the first place. Yeah. It just sounds like a lot of wasted cash flow. It's, it's so interesting. And, you know, on the show, we talk about supporting your body's natural healing abilities. And it sounds like your company is doing that. I'm just curious, was this flawed science? Was it like, uh, we, were we not observing the science in the right way? Like at some point they thought that synthetic HGH was really helping. We're doing, we're just not looking like downstream enough or like long-term enough. I think it still helps in a lot of ways. I don't think it's a okay. bad, I don't think it's a bad drug. I'm not personally, my own personal worldview 
and I don't speak for everybody in this company and I don't speak for the company entirely. I speak for myself as a personal individual that I don't necessarily believe in utilizing pharmaceutical drugs right off the bat. I, I don't use them. I don't even take aspirin. I hate Tylenol. It's only in rare cases or extreme cases where I like to include medical intervention. I love medicine. It's great for, I mean, dude, it saves lives. It, you know, you cut my arm off. I'm going to need medical intervention straight up and down. Yeah. I yeah. just don't, I, as a person and an individual don't necessarily go, okay, I have a problem. My first step is not to a pharmacy. My first step is to figure out what the root causes of those issues mm -hmm. are and trying to address them. So I, I, I felt I needed to say that because I don't think human growth hormone is negative, ne necessarily a bad drug. It absolutely has its place in medicine and it absolutely has really incredible benefits. It's that anytime you introduce a foreign substance or a synthetic drug of any type, you have to always weigh the benefits to the side, like the benefits to the potential negative side effects. That is any pharmaceutical drug that you put in your body, any drug over the counter and prescription. Hey, biohackers, a brief pause from today's podcast to share with you our new fave in the quantification space. We love our data and tracking our favorite metric heart rate variability. And this process has just gotten a huge upgrade with Hanu Health. The Hanu Health Tracker helps to improve our stress resilience and cognitive performance by giving us real-time feedback about HRV in response to food, exercise, stress, talking, lounging, working, basically anything during our waking hours. Normally we track HRV overnight, and of course we can't really make changes while we're sleeping. With this real-time feedback during the day, we have agency to actually make optimal lifestyle changes and become more resilient. With more resilience, that means we can handle daily stressors much more easily while we get stronger and more superhuman. Yeah. And we always say you can't hack what you can't track, right? And of course, having that overnight data is really helpful, but our HRV should be higher when we're sleeping, but you're right. What is it doing during the day when you're prepping for a podcast or eating that meal, you know, or going to the gym? So I really enjoy it because it's kind of like a CGM for your stress levels. And you know how much we love using CGM data. So this is going to be the latest and greatest in getting that real-time data that you can take action on. The best part about this tracker and its app is that it gives us breathwork exercises to change our HRV. So say you're going to work out and you see your sympathetic nervous system kicking in, which it should during a workout, your HRV is going to go down. The best way to strengthen HRV post-workout is to do a quick breathwork exercise. So the app actually kind of gamifies this whole process and holds us accountable, similar to the CGM, like Renee mentioned. I think it's so much fun and it's really awesome to see how much power we have into changing our physical physiology with just something free like breath work. I've never seen an app give such immediate, powerful data. And I think this is going to be a huge game changer, not just for biohackers, but everyone that is wanting to optimize their health. Yeah. And I will add that the stress resiliency score is also really motivating because, you know, whether you have a high HRV or low HRV, that doesn't really matter, but what's the variability in the HRV? Like how quickly can you get it to come up or come down? And that's where that score comes in. So I'm always striving to get that score even higher. And like you said, best way to do that is breath work and <laughs> the breath work uh, options on there are really cool. Whether you want to do box breathing or resonance breathing, it's all catered to what you need in the moment. If you want to check out the Hanu Health 
tracker, they have so graciously offered us a discount. You can get 40% off with code BABES40 through September 30th. Just go to hanuhealth.com. Again, the code is BABES40, active through September 30th. All right, biohackers, let's get back to the show. Yeah. And, really great and, point. <laughs> yeah. And if your doctor's just not automatically telling you what those things are, you should always be asking. What I is- mean, do they ever really? I mean, have you ever read side effect sheets on a medical drug panel? I know it's not everybody's job, but <laughs> most of the, the today's yeah. most common, common pharmaceutical drugs, people have no idea what the side effects are. I mean, look at birth control. I don't know if you're a proponent of birth control or not, but you're talking about a, a drug that literally causes all the issues we're talking about on the show right now. And you're yeah, on it for what, 30 no. years? <laughs> okay, cool. So you totally understand. I Birth control has some of the most, I mean, every problem that people are looking to fix nowadays, if you're a female, it's almost can all be tied back to birth control. I'm not saying that it's everybody. I'm saying that it's very common. Yeah. Huge problem. Yeah. yeah. I mean, my, yeah, my doctor put me on it when I was, I guess, in college at the time. And- Did they ever tell you what the side effects were going to be? Nope. Nope. And then I just took myself off of it because I became a completely different person. Yeah. And that's a a great example because in some cases it is really helpful, but it should not be given out like candy, candy, like antidepressants and antidepressants and antidepressants cause depression. It makes no sense. (laughs) I mean, straight up no idea. Yeah. Right. Suicidal thoughts right on the description there. I mean, just listen to a drug commercial one time and you kind of get the gist, but so (laughs) Your company has approached this in a much different way. The formulas are really unique. And I will say when I first started working at a medical center back in Maryland, when I was living in Maryland in 2014, it was a new center. All the practitioners were new, beautiful store set up with all these supplements. And so I'm walking through, cause I love supplements. I'm like a supplement junkie. I always want to see what's available. And I started lo- you know, looking at different labels and I come across the shelf that has all the bioprotein products. And I remember flipping over the bottles. I'm like, these are really interesting formulas. They're really unique. So I want to hear from you. Like, how did this all begin? And what uh, what was the main driver to make these? If you can so speak to that. Nowadays, I can't. And nowadays, we really primarily focus on like two products. That's it. And um, the okay. reason, because that is the lifeblood of the company. That is exactly where, you know, the company was founded upon those principles and those basics. Um, and uh, this is light years ago. Well, you know, over a decade ago of, of the first introductions of these formulas, but the main focus and the creation of these formulas were created by two brothers here in Tampa, Florida. They kind of really created a formula based on the science of growth factor use, natural growth factor use. And we'll get into growth factors here in a second, but growth factors are nothing new. They are in your body as we speak. They are cellular signaling devices. Okay. They tell cells what to do. Growth factors tell cells what to do. That's all they do. They go out in your blood and they go, let's do collagen because all you guys' faces lit up when I said collagen cells. So uh, your collagen (laughs) cells are not going to magically just like replicate, okay? Something has to tell your cells to do that. It doesn't just do it. Your body is this incredible machine, but everything has to have a trigger. Everything has to have an actuator. So growth factors are that actuator. They're that trigger. They create that effect. They create that signal. That's all that they are. Okay. So growth factors are, are in every mammal on earth. All right. They, these guys basically utilized science that has been used, um, by Chinese Olympic teams, Russian Olympic teams. I'm naming all super popular countries right now too, by the way, but, um, (laughs) um, Eastern European Olympic teams, right. These, these, uh, these countries, Japan, 
That's a safe one. These countries that utilize and are, are, whether you like to believe it or not, are at the forefront of scientific discovery as well. And they've been using them for decades, since the early 60s, okay? Because growth factors are the end result of human growth hormone. Before your body uses the hormone, human growth hormone, okay, or growth hormone, it is created in the pituitary gland, it's sent to the liver, and it's transformed into, what do you think? Growth factors, okay? Because it's the chemical hormone that's being transformed by the liver into these cellular signals, which are creating the change. So if your human growth hormone is decreasing, all you have to do is, is reintroduce safely the actual cellular signals. You don't have to recreate the hormone. You only have to recreate the cellular signals and you can introduce them into the body, which is what these, these scientists have been doing for decades. And you can elicit and cause the exact changes that you might be missing out on now. So that's kind of where the basics and functions of, of, of the company was started. That was their big thing. A lot of the products you've seen along the way, like any company, you're going to come out with new cool stuff, whatever. But what we did when we acquired the company is get back to the basics and the roots of like, this is the life-changing stuff. This is the stuff that people need to know about. This is the product that people don't have their hands on. And it's like this little company here in Tampa. And we're like, dude, people need to, and like I said earlier, I was, I was a user. Like I was an individual. I was a patient using these products and they were like, awesome. This is 2014. And we're talking, you know, years later. I'm just like, we, we gotta, we gotta figure out how to get these products to individuals across the country. And now it's not even just a country. I mean, we we get orders constantly from We're huge in New Zealand and Australia, um, Japan, Sweden, Switzerland. It's been, it's been wild. Wow. And how does this compare to peptides? Peptides are a synthetic drug. So peptides are a synthetic drug. So you're introducing a, you know, a drug into your system. The other thing about peptides, again, peptides have their place. However, peptides are designed for accelerated healing after an injury. You're not supposed to use them like over three weeks. So there's, there's a whole other thing here that gets missed. However, also with peptides, a lot of peptides are not naturally occurring in nature, meaning peptides are synthetically created amino chains that don't naturally occur in your body. What they're doing is they're trying to make something better than the body exists. Whether you think it's better or whether you do not, that is up to you as a human individual and the information you get from your physician. However, they're not real. They're, they're, I mean, they're real, but you get what I'm saying? Like they, God didn't create them. Okay. He, you're, you're, you're coming up with these things on your own because you're trying to create new stuff. Well, I'm not interested in that personally. That's a personal thing. I, you don't know what's going to come with that when you start, you know, what happened to Frankenstein? I mean, that guy didn't turn out so great. I mean, you started pulling stuff from all <laughs> over the place. I mean, I didn't yeah. even, I, I've never used that analogy before, but that's a great analogy that just poof popped up. There we go. I mean, it's possible that any biohacker could turn into Frankenstein if they're not supervised long enough, you know, I mean, yeah. it's possible. <laughs> I just don't, I, I'm not a big fan of taking something that's never been created, like never existed before that wasn't created for the human body and introducing it. You don't know what could happen. I'm not saying that it will. I'm not saying that it won't. I just, that's the difference between peptides, synthetic peptides and growth factors. Great. Yeah. So let's talk about the ingredients that you put in there. It, this is a naturally occurring substance. Can you explain mm-hmm. what it is, where it comes from? Yeah, we uh, literally extract it from another mammal. So we extract it from an American elk. I'm sure people are you know, familiar probably with deer antler velvet extract products. This is a little different. So technically you're going to see a lot of the same names and hear me a lot of, hear me say a lot of the same lingo, but there's a very big difference um, in the process of acquiring actual growth factors out of a living, breathing organ and a product you might find in a three letter, you know, store you find in a strip mall 
which is picking up dead antlers that are basically toenail shavings, pulverizing them, putting them in a capsule or a spray that has zero efficacy behind it. I recommend not using those products. They're worthless. The only thing they're good for is maybe getting cash back on a credit card you use to buy the products in the first place. But Ooh, um, that's probably the I, case for anything that's sold at that three letter word store that you're talking yeah, about. <laughs> they sell water there. It's cool. Um, in but, plastic, in toxic plastic bottles. <laughs> fair. So yeah, anyway, we, uh, there's a farm we have in the uh, Northern Western, we utilize, I should say, in the Northwestern part of the United States. Everything is domestic. That's a whole nother thing. But um, anyway, elk antlers, they grow about two inches a day. They grow in every single year, any cervidae and species, any cervidae and mammal, I mean, antler bearing mammals, those antlers grow in and fall out every single year. However, when they grow in, right, when they're literally growing from the skull of an animal, they are a living, breathing organ. They're like your arm. Okay. They're pulsating with actual live living growth factor, stem cells, stem cell proteins, um, platelets, all kinds of good, fun stuff. The same stuff that is in your body when you are healing a wound or just in your body naturally. So while they're in this velvet state, you can actually extract that living material and you go through a, a similar process of a PRP type process where you sift out and you, you separate good material from bad. That's a whole nother thing about, you know, other products you might find out there. There's, it's, there's a very big difference in quality and grade and understanding how to, how to separate these types of living active ingredients. And then it goes to our simple process. And as a human being, you can ingest them. And you can create those exact cellular, excuse me, you can create those exact same cellular signals because you're just taking them directly. They go right into your bloodstream. You take it sublingually. It ex expresses the blood vessels in your mouth. You can signal your body to make the positive changes that you're looking for. As an animal lover, I have to ask, how was this done so it doesn't hurt the animal? Yeah, great question. I mean, we get those questions all the time, believe me. So it's important to note that the animal actually lives four to seven years longer than it would in the wild. So the reason that they are actually growing those antlers, okay, so those are only male animals, all right? Okay. They go through, so they grow in full, they go into a calcification state, meaning they harden. They basically turn into fingernails and bones, okay? Like they literally external bones, just think of it that way, but they're completely hardened. Um, there's no longer any living material flowing through them. So they go through and they go into their mating season. They go into what's called the rut. So at one point, those antlers were growing inside of a velvet, literally what actually velvet is. So they can grow. It's a porous living substance. Anyway, they grow, they go through their rut during that rut. They scrape off by themselves, all of that, just the external covering to release the bone. They then use those antlers to fight other males for mating purposes, potentially to the death. So they're using them to kill each other. So what we're doing is we are removing them before they actually have the ability to calcify. And what's funny is, is if you lift an elk up underneath and they're all four feet, leave the ground, they immediately just go limp. It's weird. It's actually very weird, but um, it's, it's done humanely. It's fine. They grow in and grow out every year. And instead we're kind of protecting them from themselves of, you know, killing each other. If you go and look at the actual photos of how they go through in nature, it's pretty gruesome. Actually, it's it's a lot more humane when we do it than when they do it. I mean, it's in nature. It's it is it's nature's metal. I mean, it's crazy. Um, I can yeah, imagine. They use the antlers. They also use the antlers to um, scrape the earth. So they they create what are called rubs and scrapes. So a rub is on the on the earth, and they make a large area with their just distressing of all the foliage and all of the materials on the on the the earth floor and they urinate and spray or they spray 
on it. So they let females know that they exist. They also do what's called a uh, scrape, which is where they go to the trunk of a tree and they actually uh, create abrasions on the tree. Again, spray so they can let other males know where they exist, uh, whose territory it is, and that females are aware that there's a male ready to go in the area. Wow. wow. So much to be learned by observing. <laughs> I grew up, you know, what's crazy is I, um, I grew up in that space of, uh, I was in, in uh, I spent a lot of time in Michigan and um, we had a bunch of property up there and I never knew learning so much about deer when I was a kid, like a young kid, an early teenager would ever play so much into my career later on. It's so wild how that stuff, uh, how things happen like that for a reason. It's crazy. Oh yeah. yeah. That is wild. So I'm always so curious how people discover things who, who discovered this? It's like, okay. Like mushrooms. Somebody ate mushrooms one day and realized (laughs) somebody eventually did. Yeah. You know, it's like, who knows? But something like this, like the scraping and making sure you're getting it while it's velvet. Like how, how is this discovered? It's just wild to me. You know, that is a phenomenal question. I can't actually tell you and pinpoint a single individual who basically came up with this stuff. I will tell you that it gained a lot of popularity. If you want to like really distill it all the way back, it has roots a millennia ago in ancient Chinese medicine. So literally 2,000, 2,500 years ago, it was it was literally made into like, they, they would use the antlers the exact same way and they would extract them. I'm sure it wasn't as, as safe it is and, and done humanely as it is now, but they would do the same thing and they would, you know, try and pull material out of it. They were just doing it a very different way. So they would, I can't tell you exactly how they were doing it, but that is where the roots of kind of the evol- evolution of that, of these products came from all the way back into, you know, ancient Chinese medicine. In fact, any Chinese uh, medical practitioners would know it more formally as like Lurong is what it was called, L-U-R-O-N-G. But um, mm. yeah, so that's where the yeah. basics of it always goes back. Cool. Yeah. So somebody 2,000 years fascinating. ago. Fascinating. Yeah. 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 Somebody 2,000 years ago, Lauren. <laughs> yeah. Great answer. So someone that is supplementing, is that is that the correct verbiage, supplementing? It's a liquid, I mean, is you, that correct? Yeah, yeah. You can use the Do you word not like the word supplement? I guess. <laughs> I don't. I don't. And there's a reason why it's, it's not that it's not, you're not, it's not that supplementing is a verb. So it doesn't really apply to any product and specifically, but however, I don't know. I I work in an industry and I own a company in an industry where there's a lot of stuff I disagree with that goes on into it, which is part of the reason why we do things the way we do. And um, to be tied to a, you know, be tied linearly to other brands or other companies that do things that I would never possibly ever let anything happen in my facilities go on and then be, you know, categorized under a certain stigma, uh, you know, stigma of a word I, I'm not a huge fan of. We kind of sure. fly in this area of, you know, pharmaceutical drugs. If anybody can't see me, I'm, you know, making a table out of my hands, but pharmaceutical drugs at the top, supplements at the bottom. We, we fly really inside of this gray area underneath pharmaceuticals and above supplements. Um, you know, we're fully FDA registered, we're fully FDA compliant. We just, um, we don't really make products like those guys do. There's a lot of weird stuff that happens on in those places. In fact, most of those people don't actually even make their own products. It's just slapping a label on some other company. Yeah. Yeah. Truth. To a lot of, a lot of dirty secrets in the supplements. Yeah. And a lot of those guys, actually, I get emails all the time to help them source their materials to, um, very large companies that I'm sure people, listeners are probably familiar with sourcing their materials, getting them into the country, finding country, finding very specific ingredients, et cetera. And I will tell you that it's more times than not, those companies will not 
actually move forward with us because they refuse to pay what it actually costs for good quality, high grade, real materials that work. The price difference on materials that work and materials that do not, it's not close by any stretch of the imagination. You're talking a difference of thousands and thousands of dollars between kilos, which is 2.2 pounds. So in some ingredients that are, we won't get into specific ingredients, but you know, some really great raw materials are $4,500, per kilo. And then some of the companies that are piggybacking off of science like that uh, are only spending $44 a kilo. So it's, it's literally a 10 X difference. Wow. That's frightening. <sighs> scary. Yeah. Very scary. Well, we appreciate all that you go through and obviously all the money, extra money oh, you're spending to make sure that it's good quality stuff. Um, so I would love to get into like the applications of the two products. Sure. I'll let you pick which one you want to start with. I mean, we can start with BioPro Plus. That's my favorite. That's okay. our like coup de gras. Yeah. Great. Share, share more. I mean, it's, it's a non-synthetic alternative to human growth hormone. So it's, it's simply a growth factor complex. So everything we just talked about, about growth factors and sucking them out of animals and all kinds of stuff like that. I mean, you're basically, you're taking the end result. You're taking the end result of human growth hormone directly into your system. And you can signal those cells that may not be getting the signals that they are anymore, depending upon your age or your lack thereof of, you know, creating human growth hormone or, or their end result growth factors. You can signal those cells. The ones that are most popular, we talked about collagen, you know, three times, that's a cell. It's, um, it's stimulated with growth factors like fibroblast growth factor and epidermal growth factor, as well as IGF one, which is insulin like growth factor one. Those are all very popular. Um, uh, but there's, I mentioned three, there's also 10 other growth factors that are in, you know, that are have our constituents within our formulas as well that help metabolic function. So the, the actual metabolism, it helps to improve insulin sensitivity or how your body uses food, whether it's going to use it as an energy source or store it as fat. It helps with muscle, muscle cell differentiation. So what's really cool about insulin, like growth factor one is IGF one can actually multiply and differentiate muscle cells instead of just enlarging them, which is what most people are used to. The growth factors literally increase and are huge in your immune system. They can increase the actual number of T cell T cells that you have, which are killer T cells. That is what kills viruses and kills you know, a foreign, a foreign virus or, or antigen or whatever it is in your system, it kills those. You have to have T cells. So it actually can increase those. It's, it's important to probably talk about what low growth factors also look like as well. So when your body is low in growth factors, a low growth factor serum level in your blood can be tied directly to anxiety, depression, weight gain, Parkinson's disease, ALS, all kinds of neurological issues, Diabetes is a huge one. Erectile dysfunction, those two are also linked. Um, sexual dysfunction, uh, lack of libido. What's really crazy about growth factors, nobody seems to talk about these days, especially physicians, a lot of them don't even know it, is that you cannot exert the full benefits of testosterone or estrogen, synthetic or natural, without adequate growth hormone or growth factor levels in your body. So if you're taking TRT, we get so many guys that are taking TRT or women on menopause that are taking products and they're like, um, they just still don't feel good. Well, nobody ever addressed the fact that their, you know, IGF one serum levels or growth factor levels are so low that, well, it doesn't matter what you take because you're never going to be able to absorb it the proper way. So anytime you start looking at, you know, fat gain, you don't understand where it's coming from. Your sleep sucks. All of those can typically be related to growth hormone deficiency, low growth hormone, or, or the end result, really low growth factors. 
we just replace yeah. them. We just give you what your body's missing. It's really simple. You just take the growth factors directly. You take them every day and boom, there you go. We're never going to, we're never going to turn you into the Hulk. We're never going to, you're not going to take these as Bruce Banner, wake up tomorrow as the Hulk and blast through the wall in the gym. That's not what we do. We help Damn. you to maximize what you're, yeah. A lot of guys are like, Oh, I'm click off. Well, oh, I'm it, like it, that. it is what it is. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. Um, so we just don't take- do that. You take every day. Do you have to cycle on and off at all? No cycling. That's the no. cool part. There's no cycling. Well, cycling yeah. is only needed when you're taking an exogenous hormone. And why do you have to cycle? You have to cycle because you've shut off your natural production. So you're trying to respur right. your natural production again. When you're not introducing an exogenous hormone and you're not introducing a synthetic drug, your body doesn't shut off the natural production. So you can just take it. You can just take the growth factors. You don't have, that's what's called negative feedback loop. You mentioned it a little earlier. You don't have negative feedback loop. We have no recorded cases of that. It doesn't spur a negative feedback loop. That's the beauty of it. Mm. Would measuring growth factors like IGF-1 be a good indication that this is changing levels or is it just symptomology? Thousand percent. You You should do both. You should do both. Okay. Um, well, because you can't actually test for human growth hormone, it pulsates and it pulsates at different times of the day. So you have to, what you do is you test IGF one, which is a serum level in your blood. So that's what you would recommend doing. There's different ranges for different age ranges, uh, different levels. It's a number based system, very similar to how you gauge testosterone levels, but nobody seems to know, like nobody asked their physician to add, add it on a blood panel. It's not found on a normal blood panel. So if you're going to look for your blood work, you're not going to find it. And if you do, I mean, then you, I guess you have a good doctor who's looking for different things, but it's yeah, just not included. I rarely in see it on client labs. Rarely, maybe like yeah. two out of a hundred. It's just medicine is always guided in a specific direction, depending upon the times we live in and, and what's important to different people. And to be fair to physicians, it's also not fair to like, it's always, it's always okay to hold people accountable and to ask questions, but it's also not fair to attack. Um, physicians are humans like anybody else. I mean, think about what they have to go through. I mean, how many, look how many things are on that panel. Now this guy or gal has to read and maintain all of these things for you. And he has to do it for 78 other people today. So it's like at the same time, yeah, big job. it's your responsibility to be very knowledgeable about what you want and what you're, you're looking for from your physician, because anybody, you guys are coaches, right? You can't help anybody unless they tell you what they want help with. So I mean, it's also uh, the responsible and the onus need the responsibility and the onus also needs to be on the patient or the individual looking for these things. I just want to, you know, I still have to back up my physicians here because there's still, a, there's still a ton of great physicians out there always have been always will be, but you got to help them out. You got to give them a little bit of a, you know, totally. a, a, a direction yeah. to, to, to move. Yeah. Agree I more. love that. Yeah. I love that you're sharing that. And, and that's the goal of the podcast, right. Is to get people to be you know, their own biohacker or their own scientist or their, the CEO of their body. Right. Um, and yeah, physicians are doing amazing things, but we are yeah. complicated. Nobody's going to, nobody's coming to save you. We say that all the time. It's like, you got to <laughs> save yourself first and foremost. Nobody's showing up at your door, you know, kicking you into gear. You got to figure this stuff out. Yeah. That is true. Yep. So I'm curious a little bit more about the specific metabolic health benefits you know, there's a spectrum with diabetes and there could be different applications there. Would you say there are different applications with your products as far as like, if we're way down the spectrum of diabetes, like pancreas function has completely diminished. Do you need more of it? Would you do like a different dosage there? So diabetes, and please, if you're going out to buy our product, I'm not saying that our product cures diabetes. So let me just say that straight up and down. Okay. Sure. I will tell you, <laughs> I will tell you anecdotally that diabetics who have used our product literally 
Okay, I'll tell a story because it's better when you have stories. So there was a gentleman I, I used to I used to work out at a gym. It was a um, it was a performance based gym, lots of athletes, stuff like that. And there was a a gentleman who is in his late thirties, early forties. He manages all of the ticket sales for a huge pro team around here, so he's a popular guy. And I was talking to him one day, and he was an ex ex athlete. He played college football, I believe. He was a wide receiver. His name will, you know, we'll keep his name close, but so anyway, he is a diabetic, has the pump, everything he will, you know, he's still, he works out every day. He's super health conscious. I mean, this is something that's pretty much out of his control. So anyway, one, I'm like, he's dude, one or two. He's uh, um, diabetes one where he has the pump and he has insulin, et cetera. So he's not, it, it, it wasn't caused by his, lifestyle. you know, his Variety diet, exercise, choices. lifestyle. Yeah. Correct. This is just something that this guy, you know, kind of got the crap end of the stick for. So mm-hmm. anyway, I'm like, Hey, you know, this works for all these guys. I had nothing, no idea about like diabetes and stuff like that. Me personally. So this is me doing this outside of work. I'm just talking to him. And I just gave him our product our BioPro plus product. And, um, it was actually less of a strength and it didn't have some of the other ingredients we include in it for nutrient absorption. But anyway, didn't think anything of it. He comes back a week later and he's like, I don't know what you gave me, but I haven't felt, I've never felt this good. I've never felt this good. And I, and I was like, Oh, really? Why? What happened? What are you talking about? And I, and I was trying to figure out if it was just human performance, if it was performance in the gym, he's like, no, man, my energy. I just like, I have like, I feel great clarity of mind, et cetera. Well, I'm not a diabetic. Okay. I have very little personally. I have very little experience with diabetes. I've been very lucky in that realm. Um, so, but me, I have to figure out why did this happen? Like what's going on here? Because to me, I mean, there's an opportunity there, right? I can help you. So I start doing the research and you can specifically connect diabetes to a low insulin IGF-1 level. So if you can increase that level, okay, I'm not saying abnormally increase it. I'm saying increase it back into better ranges. You immediately help the energy, the focus, the blood sugar, the science is behind blood sugar utilization. So you can go Google these, these studies. You can go look up the NIH. You can do all this stuff because they exist. But the science is between increased and better adequate levels of IGF-1 will increase the utilization of blood sugar in your body. So what are di- diabetics struggling with or struggling with a average range, whether it's too high or too low, an average range of blood sugar utilization. So that's what happened in this man. Now his case now, this is years ago. His case now is not a one-off. Now we can tie a lot of these guys that are super overweight, guys and gals, to incredible weight loss that they're on like early onset diabetes, like they're not full-blown diabetic from, but this has caused lifestyle and you know diet and exercise. But when they're mm-hmm. starting to hit these levels by addition of these products, literally they will come back. Same thing. We never coach anybody. We're like, just tell us what happened. Same thing. One to two weeks, like clockwork every time. I can't believe how good I feel. I haven't felt this good about it. My anxiety, depression, things are lifted. These are their words, not mine. Anxiety, depression, focus. Some of the guys are like, I'm, I feel like I'm living on HD. You can directly relate this to how their bodies are utilizing blood sugar, especially in patients that are suffering from insulin sensitivity. It's all related back to growth factors or lack thereof, wow. I should say. Oh, yeah. I love stories like this. It's amazing. Yeah, it's a good story time. <laughs> yeah. Hey, biohackers, and a special hello to our female biohacker listeners. I am co-hosting my very first retreat this fall. It is a women's retreat this October 26th through the 30th in the Dominican Republic with my friend and fellow biohacker, Dasha Maximov. Come Home to Your Body is a curious and playful exploration of how stress and tension is stored in our bodies and how we hold microtraumas, which affect our posture, our movement capabilities and strength, and even how we walk into a room. 
Women in particular tend to hold these stressors in the physical body even more so than men, which is why we felt called to create a safe and empowering space to address these stuck energies and to find creative and scientific ways to move them through the body. Not only will you come away from this retreat feeling more confident, energized, and safe in your own body, but you'll have the tools and resources to continue this journey as you venture back into your everyday life. Integration is really tough. So we have created supportive strategies so that this healing vacation doesn't end when you leave. We'll be spending time in workshops, playing, being creative, learning from one another, supporting one another, and of course, enjoying the beauty of the Dominican Republic with some additional adventures like horseback riding, sunrise beach walks, waterfall hikes, and as much downtime and downregulation as you need. If you want to learn more, visit the link in the show notes. Just scroll on down. With that link, you can book a discovery call with both myself and Dasha. In the meantime, if you want to learn a little bit more, you can go to wealth.co or click the link right below the discovery link, and you can learn more about what we are offering, the exact dates, any FAQ you may have, and we will look forward to chatting with you. All right, let's get back to the show. Can you share a little bit more about the delivery of the product? this is unique. And I think people should hear this. So I'm not yeah. a big fan of needles. Um, I don't like needles. I don't know that many people that do. And typically people that do, you probably should. You probably no should, one you know, loves needles. Direction. Not a fan. I hear it. So like, that's another thing. It's like, I, I'm not a big fan of needles. I, I'm not a huge believer in um, depending upon what it is. I'm not a huge believer in topical application of stuff. Right. I'm not talking about skin serums and stuff like that, but guys will know what I'm talking about. And so will women. Now they make hormone products that are, you know, derma, uh, epidermal delivery. Mm-hmm. I'm not a huge believer in that as well. And I, a lot of physicians agree with me. So there are only other two ways to take it. You can take it rectally, which I'm not in that business at all, uh, or sublingually. So we make our products sublingual. They're liquid delivery. You put right underneath your tongue and they express the blood vessels in your mouth. You absorb them directly into your bloodstream. So we do our best to completely, you know, shy away from degeneration of active ingredients in the digestive tract, meaning you know, just swallowing a pill. I'm not a big believer in pills and capsules in order to, you know, encapsulate products. You have to put them in another, a whole nother product, which is a whole nother ingredient and all kinds of fun stuff. Plus your stomach acid is designed to destroy anything that hits it. So mm-hmm. we do sublingual delivery, 90 seconds under the tongue, call it a day. I love that. I mean, most people have such disrupted gut health that they're probably not absorbing any of the supplements they're following. So I'm a big fan of sublingual. And what about the alcohol? Is it alcohol in it that makes it? Yeah, that's, it's an organic rape alcohol. So that's, what's helping to express the blood vessels. So what that's doing is that is opening the blood vessels in your mouth to absorb the active ingredients. Oh, very cool. Yeah. I I don't know if I've seen that in other sublinguals and I am a huge fan of those. Well, the other thing with, yeah, the other thing with, um, and why we do a lot of that, and I hate to give away all of our, you know, secrets here, but when you look at preservatives, there's only certain ways you can preserve active ingredients and not degenerate them. So anytime, if you see on the back of labels, like sodium benzenate, citric acid, et cetera, number one, it's important to know that those are mold. Okay. That's mold. That's what you're putting in your body. Nobody knows. It's like, it's like citric acid is always mold. um, Potassium sorbate, citric acid, and and, um, sodium benzenate, I think I said, but yeah, they're molds. So what you're doing is, is you are, you're, that's what's preserving the product. So we don't include any of those additional ingredients, plus not citric acid specifically, but plus citric acid will destroy, will destroy the active ingredients. It's an acid. It literally destroys stuff. Yeah. So we don't, 
I don't believe in any of that. So we can't, we can't use that stuff. So the, one of the only ways to do it is, is it's preserved in organic grape alcohol. Awesome. Can you share a little bit more about the sleep supplement? Yeah, hundred um, percent. So, cause yeah, I personally I feel, I feel like I sleep amazing with it. I remember when I first met have you, you even used our newest version. Have you even, have you used our newest version that comes in the vials and stuff like that? It's whatever I got from you in December. Oh yeah. Then you have it. Yeah. 100%. Yeah. That's the you best were like, I haven't, I need this. <laughs> I, I know. Oh, I'm that's the best, that's the best product you. ever. Literally. How um, dare you? <laughs> I love that product because we call it our gateway drug here because it's, it's hard to, to understand when you're spending the kind of money that, you know, our products do cost. They're still at a fraction of the cost of synthetic stuff, but it's not inexpensive. We don't make protein powders here. Like we don't make $30 products. That's not what we do. Uh, we make products that work. We make products that are, you know, that have literal like real e- efficacy behind them. Not, you know, crap you're shipping in from overseas that does nothing. So it's, it is what it is. The sleep product helps individuals to understand how fast these products work and get, basically they get buy-in for our company so fast because it works tonight. It's not six weeks down the road. It's, yo, this is boom, it worked and it works every night thereafter. So what we do is we just help you to maximize the NREM and REM sleep cycles in your circadian rhythm, meaning the cycles where your body secretes 90, 70 to 90% of all of its hormones is during those sleep cycles. Well, if those sleep cycles are interrupted, if you're getting an adequate time in them, if you're waking up, you know, two, three times, any, any longer than one time a night, your sleep sucks. Sorry. It's true. Your sleep sucks. And if your sleep sucks, everything else sucks. I know you were talking about like before yeah. the show, you're like, our yeah. listeners are really smart and stuff. Well, you know, I'm not, so we're going to just stay, <laughs> stay with it. If, if you're waking up more than once, your sleep sucks, period, end of story. So your other stuff's going to suck. If you can't lose weight, if you haven't looked at sleep, boom, let's start there. If you feel like crap all day, let's start at sleep. If you have depression, anxiety, anything, start with sleep. It's the easiest and most free thing you can possibly start with. And it is the most underutilized tool in every form of athletic performance, of human performance, of weight loss, of any type of disease or neurological disorder. I mean, sleep is huge. So anywho, uh, yeah. that's what we do. We just help people to get better sleep, faster sleep. We like to say it helps you get eight hours of sleep in just six. Yeah. It is wild that like the best things are free sleep, I hate to say fasting, it. I mean, we sell exercise, stuff. and then we have the supplement industry that is so much money. It's like, ah. yeah, they're not free though. They're not free from, um, they're free monetarily, but you have to invest in them and you have to invest your time mm-hmm. in them, getting people to better their sleep means they're going to have to adjust their schedule and you're going to have to not watch whatever lame shows on Netflix. You're going to have to (laughs) not do something that keeps you up. You're going to have to calm it down and put an investment of your time in there. The same with exercise. Um, One of the things I always like to teach young entrepreneurs or guys that work for me, young people, because it seems to be lost a lot, including it on me, it was lost on me for years, is the power of delayed gratification. Meaning anything that's worth anything is not going to be an immediate gratification. You have to delay that gratification. So that's where your biggest payoffs are. Meaning with sleep, we can relate it back to that, is you're going to have to not do some stuff that you normally would, would like to do. You know, I know people love binging stuff on Netflix. Okay. Schedule it differently schedule it differently. Don't watch the last episode. Okay. Leave one for tomorrow and get <laughs> be an so hour much or two extra. I don't think people realize how much weight they could lose so fast if they got 
adequate sleep. That's the fastest way to lose weight. hundred percent. I know. Yeah. Really good. Try telling somebody that try telling to somebody that, but that's why we sell our products, right? If you don't want to put in the work, I guess you just go buy our products, which is fine. That's what I do for a living and we'll help you get there faster. Sure. But exponential benefits, if you do both, how about that? I mean, anytime (laughs) you, anytime you instill discipline in your life, um, and scheduling and understanding how to follow those things, you're always going to reap a hundred X your return on an investment, a thousand percent. If you take anything away from this podcast, invest in yourself, learn the act of discipline. It will give you so much more back than you ever realize. Um, and it spurs through the rest of your life. It really does. Just start with one thing, start with your sleep schedule and watch what else falls into line. Awesome. Yeah. I love that. Speaking my language. Oh, are you a discipline? Are you a disciplined gal, Renee? I am with my sleep because I, I 1000% feel the difference. I'm a different person. Were you not before? Well. Were, you, were you not before? Is this like a new thing or a relatively new thing? Or was this like, um, did you all, did you ever really like really struggle with it? So like high school and college, I was like four or five hours of sleep a night. Cause I was just like type a go, go, go worked all, all my way through school. And then as soon as I graduated from undergrad, I just crashed and burned. The listeners have heard this story before, and it forced me to overcompensate. I was then sleeping 12, 13 hours a night to make, I think to make up for lost time. So now I just know that I need to prioritize my sleep over everything else. It's more important to me than my nutrition, my exercise, my supplements. Sleep is my number one. I agree. Yeah. Yeah. I really respect people that wake up early and do their, their hard workouts, but I'm always going to choose sleep over the early workout. (laughs) I think the workouts, the workouts though. Okay. So I was talking to my business partner about this because he's not an early workout guy too, but we're working on some new discipline stuff. And I, I don't think that, so every, every Instagram influencer on Instagram is going to freak out when I say this, because it's going to completely derail all of their, all of their um, coaching programs, but waking up at 5.00 AM is not necessary for success. Now, let me tell you that I did subscribe and I did for a very long time working, waking up at 4.30 AM for a long time. when I was building previous ventures that I had in previous businesses and a lot when I, when I first acquired this business and had to re- reorganize and reframe and rebuild the whole thing was subscription to waking up very early. Now, the reason that I did that was because I knew that I could get the most powerful stuff done before anybody would start blowing my phone up. Sure. However, the reason why people talk about waking up early in those early workouts is just to get the hard stuff out of the way first and to start off with a success. And more importantly, it's to, again, delay gratification, like having to put yourself through something that you don't want to do and understanding to get those things handled, it will, it will waterfall or go downstream into the rest of your life. However, I will tell you that that type of lifestyle, if you want any type of life with a family, with all those things, you cannot do that every day. You cannot go to bed every day at 10 and 11 PM. You you cannot wake up 4.30 after that. I did that for years building actual fitness gyms. And I will tell you, it will destroy your life. So Yes and no, the discipline and the basics. Yes, you need to execute on those, but you will not be able to, to, to operate the best that you can burning the candle at both ends, thinking you're somehow gaining an advantage on somebody else that you think is doing that or something. It doesn't, it, 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 the, the math doesn't actually work out. I think it's a great practice and exercise for individuals to, to prove that they can put themselves through something that sucks because it sucks terribly, but it's not necessary 
for success. It is absolutely yeah. not necessary for second. You can bang your head on this brick wall for 16 hours a day at work and literally bang your head. You're not going to make a dent in the brick. You can work, but the same guy can work for four hours and he just he's just so much better at what he's doing or executes so much better and stays organized and makes it happen. And he's gonna he's gonna fly by you because he gets 12 hours. Look at me do my math in my head of anybody's 12 hours. <laughs> 12 hours extra of like rest and recovery to blow you out of the water for every four hours. This comes with yes, a disclaimer. Yes, Don't think yes. you can just work for four hours though as well and not do anything. There's always a, a give and a take, but that's something I wish I would have learned earlier in my career to be very honest with you. Oh my gosh. Us too. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Um, okay. Dustin, I feel like we're gonna have to do a, a part two about discipline, lifestyle practices, and behavioral change. You probably won't want to do like, that, dude. I'm gonna make a lot of people mad listening to your show. I, I no, we're in the business of making things. people mad just a little bit, yeah. just a little bit. Stir things up you want to hear, bit. you want to hear two hour rants about discipline, motivation, scheduling, understanding, you know, what real life looks like and what you have to do. It's you're going to have a whole, no, we love show. that. We're going to, we That's should awesome. do a round table. We'll, we'll do that. We're going to put that on All the calendar. Right. <laughs> Just to circle back uh, to your company, is there anyone that should not be using these products? 100%. So number one, anybody, we get this question too. It's like, how young can we use it? It's like, you're, you don't need to. You don't need to use this product. If you're 18 years old. You don't need it. Don't waste your money. Your, your body is you know, flowing with these products naturally. Okay, You don't have to use the product. It's a waste of cash. If you want to go buy it, it's going to make you feel good and give you a placebo effect. That's fine. But I'm telling you right now, it's a waste of your cash. The sleep product, no, that works for everybody. But for BioPro Plus, our main product, um, there's no need. 18, 19, 20 years old, it's a waste of cash. Right. Good to know. Right. So I guess at 35, I still need it. <laughs> yeah. Well, no, we all do. <laughs> I'm, I'm like the start of the decline. So... Yeah. yeah. Well, I'm already down the hill. Up. Yeah. Join the club. Thank you very much for <laughs> saying that. Well, Dustin, you have already shared so much amazing wisdom and advice for our listeners, but if we can just ask for one final thing to leave with our audience, maybe something that they can start working on today, what would that be? Um, I think I, I would, you know, leave actually piggyback of kind of my rant from pre from prior. Well, I don't even know. I'm jumbling words now, but from five seconds ago about discipline. And how powerful discipline is and how powerful it's compounding. So no matter what it is you're struggling with in life or, or you're trying to make specific changes, make a change um, that you're going to commit to, make the change to scheduling it, making it to number one priority and sticking with it and not allowing other things to interfere. Make that your, your, your primary specific goal. And if anything, if anything interferes with it before you do it, like if you're thinking about it, then you don't do that. You have one of two ways to go and just push out anything that does not align with that specific goal and you'll get there. Great. Love Thank it for that. You're awesome. Thank you so much for spending <laughs> oh, your time nice. with us today. I appreciate the opportunity ladies. Thank you so much. And for everyone listening, we will link to the website, bioproteintech.com. And then you're also on Instagram, bioproteintech. We'll link to all that in the show and notes. Yeah, today. Instagram is our big spot because that's just where all the guys and all the gals and stuff use it. They go there. That's where that it lives They're um, A lot of times they're more vocal than we are and they answer questions for us before we ever can. So it's, you can actually see a real, I mean, these guys don't get paid to do what they do on our, on our page. It's really cool. So if you want to see wow. what the, what the product looks like in the hands of guys and gals that actually use it, go over to Instagram. It's right there. You can see it for yourself. Awesome. Wonderful. Love that. All right. Check it out. All right. Well, thank you so much, Dustin, for joining us today. We're so grateful for all your time with us. I appreciate it, Renee. And I appreciate it, Lauren. Thank you so much for having me on your show.
And thank you to everyone that tuned in today. We'll see you next time. Love this episode of the Biohacker Babes podcast? Head over to Apple Podcasts to subscribe, rate, and leave a review. We truly appreciate your support. Until then, happy biohacking. This podcast offers health, fitness, and nutritional information and is designed for educational purposes only. You should not rely on this information as a substitute for, nor does it replace professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. If you have any concerns or questions about your health, you should always consult with a physician or other healthcare professional.